I don't think he's wrong a lot. Meaning, you know, I don't think you're wrong about him being not wrong a lot. I'm fucking burping up from the bottom of my bowels. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you think Tom Cruise has diarrhea? We should buy a bar. <laughs> we should buy a bar. Hundred percent. I had the hottest date last night. I went to this uh, sushi place here in town. Uji? Yeah. And, <clears throat> man, this bitch had little, like, little chest, tightest little ass you've ever seen. Really? Beautiful face. <laughs> gorgeous eyes. So funny. I went on a date last night. Did you? Mm -hmm. Ooh. I nice. mean, if sex personified was my date. Really? Be you know, blue eyes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hook up? Uh, no, I jerked off at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Because I was, uh, I was playing with my dick at dinner. <laughs> I'm fucking sweating. That last, that last uh, short rib sushi roll was put me over the edge. Yeah, I got like, I got so full, I was like this. I'm a, I'm a. <laughs> I had literally. <laughs> oh. You know what's funny is that I I called the breaks on food, and I realized that if I hadn't said something, you'd just keep going, I would have right? just kept eating. Yeah, because I was like, hey, man, is it cool if we slow down now? And you were like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. It's, the, it's one where they bring out two pieces of sushi at a time, so you don't know you're full. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's just, it's almost like, who can't just have another piece of sushi? Right. And I they can always have another piece of sushi. And there's like a little there's a little beat between each time they bring it out. So you eat and you're like, oh you you know, you're talking, you have a drink, and it's like, hey, oh yeah, here's another two pieces. I only had two beers, but I had a big thing of sake. Yeah. And, and you like, also were pouring your sake into your beer. Yeah, I was doing sake bombs by myself. <laughs> I don't know, I kinda like the taste of it. It's not it tastes good. You were also pounding those. I also went home and dyed my beard last night. <laughs> Watched Earthquake Special. Wait a minute. Finished Medea. You, you dyed your beard last night? I did. I dyed right here. What do you do? What do you use? I adjust for men. I have a gray patch right here that makes it look like I don't have hair there. Yeah. And it drives I me fucking nuts. Here. And so I dyed just that little patch right there. <clears throat> but I was. Looks good. No thanks. It's 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 very subtle. I also have a gray patch on my hair that I dye. You do? Yeah. It's it's weird. You know, it's so funny. I felt bad. There was this kid in high school who had a just like a gray spot on mm -hmm. the front of his head, and yeah. I was like, like Leno used to, mm -hmm. and I felt bad for him. And now I got that. I got Why didn't they do something for him then? There's nothing they could do. I don't. I think I don't think Jay Leno is the kind of guy that like. I don't mean Leno. I mean the kid that you're in school oh. with. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Kid had a lot of problems. Really? Yeah, he was the first kid I ever saw that pulled his shirt out because he was fat. Like, go like this. Oh, and I was like, I was like, I noticed I was in, and I was like, that must suck. I never pull my shirt out. Now I pull my shirt out all the time, and I have a great patch. I'm turning into this kid that I used to fucking not like in high school. Wait, why did you not like? I'm him? turning into this fucking kid. You didn't like him though. I didn't like him. Did you guys it smelled did you... like shoe polish. Oh, did you guys bully him? No, I never really bullied anybody. I'm, I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did, because here's what I've learned about me. Whatever I say, the opposite's actually true. Oh, listen, that's a good thing to know about yeah. yourself. <laughs> what a wonderful quality. But I'm just trying to get to come to terms with it. Yeah, I I don't think I I went to too small of schools. Like the there wasn't. I'm sure there was bullying in the all boys Catholic high school. Oh my god! But it was more like just I got bullied more than I bullied. Like there were dudes that. Fucked me up. Really? I remember we were watching a band freshman year. This band was playing. And I didn't know anyone was slam dancing. And this dude, maybe like 280, a fucking lineman for the football team, just senior, just fucking leveled me. Leveled me. And I was on the ground. And I got up. And my friends were like, that was not cool. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I think I have a concussion. Yeah. Yeah. That, But that was boy, all boys Catholic high school. You just fought. Like I remember getting in a couple fights, so I don't know if it was bullying, but yeah, that's not necessarily unless you're getting like jumped, you know. There were kids that were softer that probably don't look fondly back at like 
just how quick things moved and you know yeah there's was one kid that's uh that was sat next to me all through high school yeah also we have the same last name same letter so we sat next to each other all from freshman year to senior year sat next to this kid every fucking day every day at chapel one day i'm in new York, i'm in la and uh my he's taking headshots with my roommate yeah and he's like uh He's like, oh, I'm from Tampa. My buddy's like, oh, I'm from, my, my roommate's from Tampa. And he's like, no way. He's like, where'd your roommate go to school? And he's like, Jesuit. And he was like, oh my God. And then they're on, I was, I walked out of the room or they walked into my room. We, I saw him and I was like, hey, what's up? And you could see in his eyes, he is out of the closet. And he was terrified to say it to me because of the mentality we had. You know, in high school. In high yeah, school. Yeah, that makes sense. And he was like, he just went, I'm gay. And I was like. Awesome! I don't give a fuck. I didn't say I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And then it turned out I knew the dude he was dating. Really? Yeah, I knew that I had taken acting lessons with the dude he was dating back in Tampa. And, and no, in L.A. I'm, oh, yeah. And he was an actor. He's uh, but it was crazy like that. You could tell I, that's happened twice to me. My little brother in my fraternity was gay. I'm, I was uh, I attracted a lot of gay men, I guess. But I think I was, I think, and I'm, I don't know if this is right. I was more sensitive than the average i'm a very sensitive person yeah so i think maybe i was like this one kid was my little brother in the fraternity he was a virgin and i remember everyone was like you gotta get laid you gotta fuck pussy you gotta fuck pussy i was like hey man i remember telling him because i had a horrible first experience getting laid i was like don't do it if you're not ready and i was like wait till you find someone it's totally cool to wait and he was like for real and i was like yeah and then i ended up being his big brother and then i'm in new york i'm at uh like forty second, what's that? What's that? There's a MacArthur Park, uh-huh. uh, and I see him, and I'm like, "Hey!" And he's like, f- "Like he saw a ghost." And I was like, "What's up?" He's like, "Nothing." <laughs> how, how are you? And I was like, "Good, good." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I start doing the math, and he's got his hand in the back pocket of a Puerto Rican dude. Oh. And I was like, "Oh!" And he was like, "Yes." And I was like, awesome, man. I said, so did you ever lose your virginity? And he was like, I did. A different way. And I was like, oh, (laughs) cool, man. But but I think that that's got to be terrifying to go and live your truth. And then all of a sudden you see someone from your past. And all of a sudden you've got to, I don't know. There's got, I I I remember in high school, the two things that I remember was one kid who had like a very, what you would describe as like a stereotypically gay personality. Yeah. Like the voice. The mannerisms, everything is like almost undeniably gay, mm-hmm. right? I didn't think much of it other than this guy is gay. Yeah, and I knew his sibling, right? Like he had another sibling, and and she uh, and I were classmates. And she goes, "Can I tell you something?" And I go, "Yeah." And I'd never had this conversation with her. She goes, "I was on my brother's computer last night, and..." we found gay porn and I was like yeah and she's like do you think he's gay and I was like I could tell that she was like not ready for it and I was yeah. like I mean not necessarily he, you know people Ooh. look at things curiosity yeah it's very curious I mean everything about him seems pretty gay and now there's gay <laughs> porn but like I wouldn't I mean if I was a detective I'd yeah. say yes but yeah, like, like if I was a housewife in the Midwest, yeah, then really I would have any life experience. I'd probably say maybe not. Say maybe not. And she maybe was like, not. "So he could be like just curious." I'm like, "Absolutely, he could be very curious about dicks and stuff." The uh, my two of my little brothers in my fraternity were gay. Yeah, both of my little brothers in my fraternity were gay. Not crazy. <sighs> yeah, and they picked me. Does that say, does that mean that I'm progressive? That, that that even when they were young and in the closet, they're like, "Bert's a safe place." They they, they felt safe with you, yeah, yeah. There's no, you know there was another kid who was in uh, high school who other guys had said that uh, at because you know a lot of times we would go out on Friday night Saturday night and you would just end up crashing somewhere in high school, mm-hmm. right? Because party get, and everyone gets fucked up, and all these guys were like had a story about this dude. Who uh, they were like, yeah, I woke up and he had his hand in my pants and like hand on my leg and like he was playing with my dick. And I was like, what? <laughs> and everyone had the story and I hung out with him all the time and I was like, he never does that to me. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, he doesn't like I'm you. going to bed. I'm taking my belt <laughs> off just so you know. 
I'm gonna be sleeping on my back. Everybody has a story about him. There was one dude. There was a. There was one dude. A, a black dude who's bigger than everyone. Like larger human being. Like yeah. I don't know how big Tyler the Creator is, but Tyler the Creator seems like a large dude. He does. Yeah, to me. I don't think he seems like a big. Seems dude. like six four or something. What? Tyler Creator's got to be six four. Really? I, I think so. He's five six. <laughs> Are you serious? That's hilarious. That's not the right person. Everybody's last name is Steinkamp. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Wait. Uh, 6'1". 6'1". 6'1". Yeah, he seems like a big dude. But that, like, actually the guy reminds me of Tyler, the creator. Like, he was, like, he was very charismatic and, and, uh, but he was larger, like, larger than him. He was probably 6'1 in high school. And he would roughhouse, but his roughhouse always turned into touching you. And oh, I, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and he, he was very fond of me. And like and I remember we were at the beach and he'd be like, Oh, there he is. Come here. And he'd start wrestling. And I was like, Okay, ow. All right. <laughs> and he's like big and strong. <laughs> Bigger than me. And I'm like, Okay, someone help me. Tap out. I would like someone else to do this with you. <laughs> Imagine like someone like that decides like, no, no, I, that you're who I want. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to say no to that guy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that's crazy. How rapeable I must be. Is that a bad thing to say? But like, you ever think? <laughs> you ever think how vulnerable you are? How rapeable I must be. Like, you could definitely. I. I. I probably get winded pretty quick. Like, yeah. if, I mean, we're talking like, like if Conor McGregor wanted to have sex with you, he could. Yeah. Right. Well, I, if, we we but, both know a guy who was in jail, and. He walked into the library and saw five guys raping a guy. What? Yeah. Who is this guy? Hold on. And and he uh, he said that he sees it and he's like, you know, and they're they're they have him pinned down. Oh, this is like fucking. Hold on. And uh, then they ask him. They're like, it's like, yo, Bert. They go, you want a piece of this? And he was like, he just went like, no, I'm good. Oh, I just raped someone like five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm so sorry. I wish I'd known. And he said the whole time he was like, fuck. And at one point, um, the guy that was pinned down was like pleading because they're taking turns, you know. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's brutal. Uh, My God. Yeah. I, so this, then, is a, then, this is a dark conversation. I know. Then he he when he he's pleading with like the fourth one, he's like, Come on, man, please they go, uh yo man, we're being we're being nice. Uh we use lube. They're like, if you're a white boy, we would just go without it, you know. So that's the thing is we would get no lube even. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, the lubeless. Jesus penetration Christ. five guys and it's in a library you're like i hate libraries you know <laughs> that's the part that yeah. you're like i'm think, never think, going to the library think, again while it's happening people are going shh be quiet shh i know and then he's like i told I told you the dewey decimal system is that in the library i think so yeah oh man that fucking wow you know what i'm talking about i think i do now I'll, I yeah. only know one guy that's been to prison. You do? Well, I know a guy that's been to prison. Uh, well, he actually, there's a few people we know. So yeah. I'll, I'll just tell you who it is, but bleep it. Yeah. It's I didn't know been to prison. There, well, bleep that too. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Maybe it was jail. <laughs> I, if you're young and you're listening to this, just do not drink and drive. Don't go to jail. Don't go to jail. Don't. Just do everything you can. Do not go to jail. It sounds like it's... If you had to go to jail in one foreign country... <sighs> no, but you, like you have to, you get to pick your foreign country. Oh, Norway. Norway, right? Yeah. Norway. Uh, I bet Sweden's got a nice jail. Yeah, I'd go there. Wait, there's got to be a better one than that. Better than that? Yeah. I don't know. What's the best jails in America? Or in, uh, the, United, in uh, the world? Look at number one. Norway. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, New Zealand. New Zealand's be... got a good jail. North Carolina? That's a that's like a a federal, like, you know, 
lightweight jail. That's where Bernie Madoff ended up, where, like, you know, it's like, hey, let's go fucking throw the ball around. It's not violent offenders. Type in Chinese prisoners. Finland. Chinese. I want to see what a Chinese prisoner looks like. I bet they're fucking terrifying. All I'm thinking about is blood sport. Fucking. You don't want to be in jail there, dude. No. Everyone's got shaved heads. And they're like, what are you in for? Um, I shared a thought. Yeah, that's right. They go to jail. Fucking earthquake specialist. So fucking funny. He's so funny. He's got the funniest fucking line. He's got the funniest fucking line that I could not. I got it. I'm going to watch it tonight. Um, He's somebody who I geeked out. He was hanging out backstage at one of those Chappelle Rogan arena dates. I oh, did. yeah. And I was sitting a- across the room. It was like one of those big green rooms that like a bunch of people were in. And I was at my agent. Andrew was there. And I was like, dude, it's earthquake. And he was like, I know. I was like, we got to. And we both got up and went over there and just like kissed the ring. We were like, you're the shit. He is. His special delivers. Yeah. It delivers. And by the way, I mean, dude, he's got, I don't want to ruin the line because I want you to watch it because you're going to see I'll watch it, it tonight. The line. But like, it's such a good special. You know, he, uh, he like was the reason I, he, I got a deal because of him one time. Really? Yeah. So we were doing uh, a showcase. This guy's for, always been a killer too, by the way. A monster. Yeah. So we were doing a showcase mm-hmm. for ICM and uh, it was back when I was with ICM and- Kathy Griffin's hosting, and the lineup is like, it's like, they're like, where are we going to put everyone? And Earthquake's in the bag. He's like, I'll go anywhere. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well. Uh, I'm going to ruin everybody's night who's after me, but yeah, yeah, whatever you so want. So they put Earthquake third, and, and they had another comic. I won't say his name, but I'll say it to you. Fourth. Uh, another comic, believe this fifth and everyone started panicking everyone started panicking and no one wanted to go after him now i i had been i had done so much stand-up in new york that for some reason i felt very confident following black dudes so i felt like our energies were so different we weren't going to step on any fucking jokes yeah and so i was like they were like well everyone's scrambling earthquakes just in the back i'll go wherever put me at put me last i don't care put me first i don't care I'll, i'll go wherever and they where they put him as third Everyone starts panicking. People start leaving the laugh factory. They're like, I- I'm going home. I'm not even doing a show tonight. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. <laughs> and so then I said, uh, I'll go after Earthquake. I have those pieces of shit, by the way, who they're like, uh, you know, you're, you're six. And they're like, ah, I have to catch a flight. Yeah. And you go, okay. And then they, they move them up to second. And then. The show's over and they're hanging out in the back of the club. Uh-huh. Like, what happened to your flight? And they're like, "Oh, you're right. I gotta go home now." Dude, the they go. I I, I tell them I was like, "I'll follow Earthquake. I'll go after Earthquake." In my head, I'm like, "I what? I mean, the fuck? If you bomb, it's because you had to follow Earthquake. Yeah. And if you do good, people will be shocked." So I, my opening joke, I didn't even realize this. I thought about it on stage. My opening joke was that, uh, 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 I don't want to hear my name during sex. I don't know Bert's last name you want to hear in the throes of passion. Some chick on top. You're going, uh, 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 uh. And I went, shh, call me Earthquake. And the place went fucking bananas. And I had the best fucking set and I got a deal. Really? Yeah, yeah they, it was one of the, that was like a high, career highlight was that night. Yeah, because you went into it without fear. Oh, yeah, because I was like, I was, and, and as soon as I did that, I, I murdered for like eight minutes. I got off stage. They rushed me out the back. <clears throat> they like, People were. I, it's the it's the coolest life experience I've ever had. Is that people were reaching over, like trying to. Bird, I got a script I want you to read. Bird, bird, bird. I want. I, and, and then they just moved me out the back door, put me in a car, and sent me home. They're like, do not talk to anyone. Do not. I remember, fucking. There were like networks that were like, hang on, hang on. They were running out networks, heads of network, and I was like, it was the coolest life experience. I got a deal the next morning. That's very cool. Yeah, and it was, and it really was because of earthquake. Because if. Because he had such a great set. The two people before him bombed. So he basically so set fu- you up. He set me up to to murder. Because he murdered, right? Uh-huh. And and the room was hot. When he got off, it was hot. And I just fucking rode his energy. Yeah. And kind of, my, 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 I know my set now. It wasn't that good. 
but it was great because it was like after earthquake, so yeah. everyone was in a great mood. Uh, how often do you think? How many times in his career do you think he's done radio at like a, a white radio station, like just stopped in and the host has called him a different natural disaster? Like, ladies and gentlemen, tsunami is <laughs> is, is playing tornado, <laughs> and he's like, what? Earthquake! What a great, what a great fucking name. I mean, it's, it's you can't. His special's so fucking good. It is so fucking good. You're I gonna... saw I saw a clip online that was fucking hilarious. Which about, one? He's like, got guys out here uh, wearing a mask eighteen months straight. Ain't seen a dentist in eighteen years. Just chewing on the side of the mouth. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I said, he said, I'm only chewing on the right side of my mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good special, man. Yeah. It's like I'm wondering who else is Chappelle doing? He's got doing Donnell. Donnell. Donnell's supposed to do two more. Donnell and then two more. How long are they half hour specials? It's I think it was thirty six minutes. Made you made you think maybe a fucking special should be thirty six minutes. Uh yeah. I mean, although I gotta be honest with you, I was like, I want to see more. Like I I was bummed but that it ended. But that's why you want to see more. Yeah. It's and, it's the also the argument for like when you're doing live shows. Dude, I have I'm I so believe in this now, even if I don't do it exactly every night, which is if you t- take a few minutes off your set, get it closer to 60 and say goodnight, people go, I want more. Really? If you do 70, 72, something, they might be like, that was great. They don't go, I want to see more. It just yeah. goes a little past the I'm, I'm good point. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Last night I was watching uh, earthquake special all, all i was doing was realizing my shortcomings as a comic of like mm-hmm. of like oh i don't do this enough I it's don't... good to, it's good to have those oh, great to watch. like yeah i ended up watching a bunch of specials last night i just started going like i haven't seen this let me see this really yeah yeah like uh i went through and watched a couple and then i finished Medea. tell me tell me about some bad ones <clears throat> um we'll bleep their name let me let me i'm gonna hang on i'm trying to think so I, I know i watched i watched one bad one on purpose who? Uh, I can't remember right now. I, but I was with the guys in, on tour, and I was like, "I want." I, I go, "I want to show you," because it's not a bad special, in my opinion. But what it is is a few pitfalls they're doing that are n- not setting themselves up to succeed. Who is it? Please bleep this out. You have to. Ah, uh, uh, he was not. It, it, it's there's so many things you could just go like you don't need to say that. You don't need to say that. You've 
Like there's you just it's it's a it's someone who did not watch their material on camera and say this is what it looks like on camera. Like if you watch yourself on camera, you're like record yourself and watch it back, you will inevitably say I unless you're like earthquake. I don't think he watches himself on camera, but he's so fucking tight. Yeah. Like he, there's no there's no fat. He's probably also like 35 years in or yeah. something. You can tell like younger comics that don't haven't watched it and they go but it kills i'm good yeah and you're like oh no no it, for tell for when you watch on television it's got to be tighter everything's got to be tighter every you don't you got to trim all that fat and there's little pl- things that i i like then there's great ones are really great ones like uh fucking anthony jesselnick he's great his opening joke is the greatest opening joke i've ever right heard. now right now he'd be like well it's the first smart thing either of you has said yeah <laughs> Uh, Jesselnick's his, and by the way, like I do everything. I go, what are they wearing? What's the backdrop look like? Like Ali Wong's, yeah. I loved Ali Wong's special. Great backdrop. I loved her backdrop. I loved what she was wearing. Yeah, and she came out with a banger. Her, her, her and I loved that what the material was all like blowjob stuff up front. Yeah, I love that. It made me like I get excited. Earthquake was fucking amazing. But um, Jesselnick's opening joke is, if you remember that joke, no, it's a great fucking joke, and I'll tell it only because. It's it's special. It's been out for a long time. He said my uh, my my friend's wife uh, approached me and said uh, I can't let you hang out with them anymore. He called me a word that I that uh, th- that you must have called me. And he was like, "Did he call you a bitch?" She goes, "No." He goes, "Did he she, did he call you a cunt?" She's like, "No." And he goes, well, "It wasn't me." <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> his opening joke. Yeah, that's his opening fucking joke. Well, he's a killer, man. Yeah, he, he fucking, you know, nobody writes more concise jokes than him. I mean, it's real. I mean, and he's fucking. I mean, like uh, with Jesselnick, I couldn't find any any flaws. His hair is perfect. His yeah, he looks like he's in shape. He's got great stage presence. Like, all right, this, this is enough, man. He's gonna okay. fucking cut this and just start putting it out as a reel. Yeah. I mean, I, like I couldn't sit through the whole thing, but <laughs> there you go, there you go. Got to get you. Got to pull back a little with Anthony. Uh, but fucking uh, earthquake, and then I followed up with Medea. That Medea makes me laugh so fucking hard, man. You had a real soulful night. I did. Well, earthquake got me in the mood. Earthquake yeah. got me in the mood. Yeah, because there's things he does that is, it is very. It, it may, I, I, te- I texted Leanne. I was like, you have to watch Earthquake Special. You're going to fucking love it. Dude, I, the line he has, the line he has killed me. Kills me. Kills me. Don't tell kills me. Kills me. Kills me. Don't tell me. It kills me. I watched it five times. I kept going, blah, 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 blah. Oh, so fucking good. And then I was like, I need a line like that. I need a line. Like, that's what I want. I watch Special. I go, like, I would watch Jeff and Justin next. I go, open with a banger, right? Open with a banger. Let everyone know we're here. We're watching a special. That's, I like, I love uh, I love picking apart picking apart what they you know, the things that I like, like but with Earthquake man, he he took you into his world. Mm-hmm. That's and, the key to stand up though. Yeah, the key to stand up for all stand ups is if you can try to bring the like, and that, that's why you can follow anybody, but you got to not make it really about them. You know, like, I, I, there was a kid, there was a kid that I had to follow one time that I could not get i couldn't get myself out of his world yeah his world was so good that i that even when i was on i got on stage after him and i was like i'm still thinking about his act yeah it was so good he was uh he's like an i would say alt comic but he's like a a, i mean i don't know the right way to say it but like uh like a comic book guy you know Mm -hmm. and um and his act is just was fucking amazing let me ask you something because i know you've you've done dar before yeah uh have you ever gotten into that room? They ever take you to that room that's like a private room at the end of the hall? No. Dude, they bring me into this room a couple weeks ago at Dar, and they go, uh, oh, you wanted to see it, right? And I'm like, uh, I think so. What is it? And they're like, you know, it's the the private reception room. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And they go, yeah, it's only been presidents, first ladies, heads of state, and um, I was like, really? So I go, yeah, take me into the room. And so it's this like very old, very old room, like the decor and everything. 
and they have a blue rug on the floor and they go, do you want to see the rug that we cover for 52 weeks of the year or 51 weeks of the year? And I'm like, sure. And they pull back this rug and it's a Edward Fields rug is underneath it, who I guess designs the rugs for the Oval Office. That's the room. This room right here. Oh my God. And, I've not been there. And they're like, oh, you're sitting where like the Dalai Lama sat when he was here. And I was like, really? And then they go, don't, don't tell Eddie Murphy, please, that you were in here. And I'm like, I was going to tell him at lunch Tuesday. And they're like, uh, I go, wait, why? And they're like, because he wanted to be in here. And uh, we told him no, uh, because he had like his whole group with him. And they told me the story of why he, uh, how he wore that red leather outfit on Delirious. What do you mean the story? So he gets to D.C. a uh, few days before and sends one of his guys out to this shop, a leather place in D.C., and tells him to buy every color re- leather outfit they have. No. So he's like, there like was... medium? Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, dude, there was like eight of these purple black white blue red like all of them oh my god and then he put them all on and did camera tests with them and walked around out here and um and just picked the regs he liked the way it looked but we couldn't let him in because he wanted to like have this room be his like hangout room and they were like fuck no we can't have somebody in there especially with a whole crew because he had yeah. like you know 10 15 guys with him um which also, it still blows my mind, even though it's blown my mind before, that Eddie Murphy did that special at 21 years old. I don't even, I can't even really wrap my head around I'm that. trying to, I, I, I've, I've actually been thinking about that a lot. Because 21? At 21. Dude, here's the thing is that it's not just so funny. It's that if you watch that special and you just watch how confident, like how in control he is. It's like maybe a confidence that you have, maybe you have it now after all these years. And you're like, even though he started young, he was like 15 when he started doing stand-up, that's still, he's only six years in when he films that. Yeah. It's, it's really like, it's, I guess it really is like a prodigy for. He, yeah, he's different. I think he's different. And because yeah. I was trying to think about would he have developed, if he had stayed with stand-up, would he have developed and like, because there's some guys that have heat when they're young because there's something sexy about them when they're young. Yeah. But then they don't grow. Right. And you're like, but like, would he have grown? He has 21 right there. He's 21. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, I mean, I was thinking, I, who was I talking to about this with the, the other day? I was like, there's, all the black comics have become superstars. There's not many white comics that became superstars. Hmm. Like Kevin Hart, Eddie Murphy, Cat Williams, uh, Chris Rock, like they're, Chappelle. Yeah. Chappelle. They're they're like the. It's I don't we don't think we have any like white superstars. Um, superstars. You know, like like there's there's I, in the history of making movies, has there ever been anyone like Kevin Hart? Maybe Jim Carrey had had, had a, oh yeah you know. Jim Carrey Jim Carrey's a superstar he's a superstar in, in comedy Will Ferrell's a comedy superstar yeah but he wouldn't stand up no you're right he yeah. wouldn't stand up I was thinking straight stand up and Jim Carrey's stand up wasn't I mean it was it was more impressions yeah but he did it to kind of launch yeah Jamie Fox Jamie Fox is fucking funny as shit he's so talented did you hear the, his story about discovering Ed Sheeran um I heard him say that it was like he had that was it like a he showed up. That Ed showed up at this like uh, was it church or like, like some, a, it was a it was like a hip hop thing and some showcase. Yeah, thing, everyone right? was doing hip hop, hip hop, and then Ed Sheeran came up with a ukulele. Yeah, and but like Jamie Foxx is an interesting dude because he's always been like the farm league for like talent. Yeah, like he discovered it. Like he discovered people, but like I don't think he makes money off them, but he discovered them, and he's got a studio in his house. Yeah, and he does not age at all. Yeah, and he how old is Jamie Foxx? He's got to be fifty six, right? He's definitely in his 50s for 54. sure. 54. Yeah. He's got a great story about Kanye hitting him up for uh, uh, 
What's that song? I need a little Aretha. You know that. Oh that. yeah, yeah. He did that in his studio in his house. Yeah, that, that's pretty great. How he didn't, um, how he was singing it, and then Kanye was like, "Don't do that." She brings like, me money. <laughs> that's a different one. Yeah. Oh, is that not? Is that not? Yeah. Jamie Fox. That is. I'm saying it's a yeah. different song. Um, but yeah, he said that he was just following his lead. Like I don't know what this dude's talking about. Like, and then left. And that to shoot a movie and then came back and the song was number one. And he was like, oh. Wait, Jamie Foxx, what, what's his rise? Like, tell me if you, how do you, what's. Like, Jamie Foxx he... was doing, was, stand, was a stand-up. Yeah. And, uh, and I think really broke when he did In Living Color and uh, Booty Call. Booty Call, uh, I remember Booty Call. He was Call. doing those. Didn't he like have a TV show? Eric Marlon Bishop. Yeah, he did, he did his own show. That's his name? Yeah. He had the Jamie Foxx show. That's true. That was that was just after though. See, that's what you need. You need to like. That's why he's such a good actor. I'm I'm sure it's natural, but like when you have a a sitcom like that for five years, six years, that's yeah. I mean, it's a big show, but you get to fucking practice every day and take reps and take reps and take reps. Have you ever seen him play piano? He's across the board. Yeah, he would like he would be a superstar in like the 1940s. You know what I mean? Because he was the guy that could do like sing dance act dude him and django unchained yeah that's great like that movie is fucking awesome yeah i could fucking okay let's do a fantasy draft ready you got to put together an all-star cast for a movie all right any movie no you i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i have like who? Like you remember when they said Al Pacino and Al and Robert De Niro doing Heat, and then yeah. you're like, oh, Val Kilmer's in it. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. like Heat is the shit. Heat dude. is the shit. Yes. Yeah, that's such a good movie. She's got a fat ass. She got. A, and you got your head all the way up it. She got a fat ass. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a superstar movie. Yeah. Like I would like to see. I would like to see. Uh, well, Django has Jamie Foxx, Leonardo DiCaprio. That's it. No, no, he's yeah. got the Snakes on a Plane guy. Oh yeah, Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. Yeah. Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tarantino has like fucking legit talent in all his movies. I mean, I never told you about meeting Oliver Stone. You didn't tell me because I saw the picture. I'm like, what the fuck? Where was it? At my friend's house. It was Chinese New Year's. Right. I was the only one that dressed in authentic Chinese New Year's garb. You really the, love Chinese New Year's. I love it. It, fill, it fills you with luck. Yeah. I'm the luckiest motherfucker in town. And so I got $2,022 in fresh ones. I dress. I bought these. You just walk into a bank for that? Yeah, no, no. I have to get you. Got to get it ordered. Yeah. I order it uh, way ahead of time. And then uh, I used to. Back in the day, I just get like a 1,000 of yeah. fresh ones. But uh, I like to get the amount that is the year, and then uh, and then I dress in full authentic Chinese New Year's garb, like like silk suit, uh, and it's fun. It's that's shirtless. I'm shirtless at the time. He looks thrilled. Yeah, he was not. <laughs> I this <laughs> fucking psycho. Yeah. Well, it's he. I fire hosed him. I fire hosed him. I don't think he saw. I don't think he stood a chance. Yeah, because like, yeah, because he walks in. I'm, we're sitting there. We, our, my friend Sandy hired like this. Uh, I should give him credit because they they were fans of mine. Um, this Chinese like uh, uh, dance troupe. It's a nonprofit, and they bring a dragon. They bring drums, and the dragon goes through the house and gets all the evil spirits out. And then we feed the dragon oranges, and and then and then uh, I'm, I'm watching this whole thing and just fucking. Oliver Stone walks by. I've wanted to talk to this guy. I've wanted to say something to him my whole career. He's the reason I'm in this business. Him exclusively is the reason I'm in this business. It's so funny, too, because I kind of, like, as I started telling him this, part of me was like. His eyes glass over, and he was like. Well, no, it's like. Well, this is what happened. So for anyone listening, I'm sure you already know the story, but like. In 1997, that article was written about me in Rolling Stone. There was a dude who uh, who took it out and tried to s- help sell the article. We, I signed with an agent. 
I had the same agent as the writer did, and he took it, and Oliver Stone's company optioned the rights to this story, to that to, to that article, to be more specific, and uh, and that gave me the confidence to get into stand up. Like that was like I, Oliver Stone optioned the rights to my life. That was like the all of a sudden you're like, well then fuck, I might as well try stand up, you know? So I tried stand up, and then it and it went well, and then I moved to New York, and I could I had this like I had this like confidence of like I. This guy, his company, obviously the rights to my life. Like that, I'm moving forward. I'm move. This is going to be a big thing. I this will. It's it's like a momentum. And then I got to stand up. And then Will Smith discovered me, and uh, and then the option fell apart. Right, but whatever. I wanted to, I wanted to tell him. You know, without you, I don't know if I'd ever be here. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer a peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. The thing about buying jewelry is you really don't know what you're getting into. You don't know what you're looking at often. And the great thing about working with Blue Nile is you have somebody who's a true expert that can help guide you along the way so you don't feel lost, so you know what these diamond grades are, you know you're getting real value. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you don't, they offer 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Dot com. So I met him. So one time I was at Good Morning America. Have I told you this? I don't think so. And so we're we're in the elevator. I'm doing something for Travel Channel. We're in the elevator and um, they're like, can we hold the elevator? We're going downstairs. I'm doing like a cooking segment with Michael Simon and Mark Sanchez. They're like, can we hold for a second? And I go, and they're like, yeah. They're like, Oliver Stone's going to come in the elevator. So I'm like, here's my chance. I'm going to say, Mr. Stone, my name is Burke Kreischer. Um, in 1997, your company optioned the rights to my life. It gave me the confidence to stand up, and I want to thank you because if it wasn't for you and your company believing yeah. in me, I wouldn't be here today. That's yeah. what I want to say. He comes in the elevator, and I extend my hand. I go, I was stone. My name is Bert Kreischer, and his assistant goes, Bert the Conqueror! Holy shit, my kids fucking love you! And it's his his like PR publicity. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, Oliver, this guy is fu-. And then we're going down, we're going down. This guy is so funny. He's... uh. He does podcasts. You do podcasts too, right? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I do podcasts. And oh my God, Oliver, this guy is hilarious. And he's, the door's open. He goes, well, I'm going to have to check you out. And he just walked out, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay. No yeah. harm, no foul. Right. I got my chance. Probably never see him again. Yeah. See him walk into Chinese New Year's party. And I'm like, I pull my fr- friend Sandy aside. And I was like, hey, I, I'm, I don't, I'll ne- you know, I wouldn't ask. I need you to introduce me to Oliver Stone. She's like, okay. Now everyone's trying to meet Oliver Stone. He's in the back. He's he's uh, with his wife and like everyone. Is Sandy else. friends with him. Uh, so interestingly enough, our best friends Tom and Sandy are um, are Tom's mom. Oliver optioned the rights to Tom's mom's life and made the movie When Heaven and Earth Change Places. That's our friend Tom Hayslip. That's his mom. His mom's story. It is. I mean, intense. I know this woman very well. I like. I know her very well. Her story is intense. I mean, the things that I remember you you've met her before. I have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we did a podcast with her one time. What? Yeah. And she was at my house and she came in. I remember saying, What was the worst thing you remember out of the Vietnam War? And she said they dropped my brother out of a helicopter into our village. And I was like, What? By the way, that's not even the worst. I mean, I don't want to go into her story too much because it, it's pretty intense. And but like they tied him up to a pole. They put snakes in their outfits. Like they covered her with with honey. Had ants attack her. She they they thought she was Viet Cong, and then they tortured her. They thought she was on the other side. Tortured her. She got tortured by both sides, and then she was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to the states." And she married this guy, moved to the states. Anyway, that's her story. When heaven and earth changed places, that's how they know Oliver. She's still good friends with Oliver Stone. This is whose mom? Tom's mom. Sandy is Tom's wife. 
So I said, Sandy, you got to introduce me to Oliver Stone. She was like, all right. So they bring me out. What I don't realize is I should have just, I should have never said anything. I should have just said, because they're like, Oliver, this is Burt Kreischer. He's a very uh, successful stand-up comedian. I should have left it at that. <laughs> I didn't need to, I don't need to tell the man my backstory, right? I don't need to do the thank you thing. I should have just said, it's a pleasure to meet you. And say, I finally met the guy that helped me. I, I didn't need to. But fuck, I'm drunk. I'm shirtless. I don't even realize I'm shirtless. He, I have a stack of, I have 2001s in my hand. And, uh, and he's like, it's just a lot coming at him. Yeah. And, and, I, and then I, was, I said, uh, Mr. Stone, my name is Burke Kreischer. I did the whole spiel. And, and then he goes, who, who optioned it? And I was like, oh, fucking hell. Like I'm, it's 27 years ago. So then I pivot. And I'm like, one time I met you at, at uh, Good Morning America, and I tell him the Good Morning America story, and now I'm confusing him. He was like, okay, would, do, are, do you work for Good Morning America? And I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, I'm talking too much. I'm talking too much. And I, <laughs> He's like, are you on air talent for yeah. Good Morning America? And I was like, and I'm like, and I was like, we, we're going downstairs to do a cooking segment with Michael Simon. And he's like, who's Michael Simon? And I was like, Mark Sanchez. He played for the Jets. He's like, did you play football? And I was like, no, I'm the machine. And he's like, huh? And I was like, I'm, I got involved with the Russian mafia when I was a kid. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? It was spiraling out of control. It spiraled out of control so bad that I had to, Leanne's going like this. Stop, stop. And I just go. I just want to thank you. Thank you very much. And I walk away and he was like, who optioned the rights to his life? Like, it's just like, who the fuck did that? Like, it did not go well. So I'm never going to fucking. It's like the first time. I feel like that when I met Joe for the first time. I just fucking put my foot in my mouth every time I, like, I was like, I was like, I went to his door and I was like, uh, big fan. I need to see your dog. I want to play pool. I want to see your deprivation tank. I want to get high. And then this is going to be great. And he was like, I was like, fuck. I'm bad at meeting celebrities. You're good at it. <laughs> yeah, you've said that before. Yeah, I'm so fucked. Like, Brad Pitt? Yeah. I would have fucked that up so bad. I would have fucked that up so bad. Well, you be Brad Pitt, I'll be me. Ready? Okay. Uh, someone introduced me. Um, hey. Okay, first off, I, I got to tell you, I've been making jokes that you are the one guy that can pull me in a closet and make out with me. Just so you know. <laughs> so if you hear that, like, what the fuck? Why, am I, why do I start with that? Uh, Jennifer Aniston for safety. You ever see that video? Why am I talking about your ex, motherfucker? Like, what the fuck? I'm just not. I'm not the guy that can meet celebrities. I told you about the time I met Tom Cruise. Uh, Is that the Magnolia premiere? Uh uh. Pull up a picture of Tom Cruise in Magnolia. Uh, uh, he's Tom Cruise in Magnolia. Okay. Oh yeah. And he's like the the cum whisperer or something, right? The pussy magnet or something. Yeah, he looks exactly like that, exactly mm -hmm. like that. Same hairstyle. I bump into him, turn around, I face face Tom Cruise, and I said, "You have beautiful hair." And he's like, and just walked away. <laughs> Fucking, that's the right thing to say, though. Yeah, as opposed to great job in that movie. Yeah. You have beautiful hair. I mean, tame the pussy. You think he's? Oh yeah, is that what it was? Tame the tame pussy. Tame the pussy. Do you think he uh, like is he's, really impressive in bed? I bet he's a generous lover. Yeah. I bet he intensely stares at you. I bet uh, arguing with him is fucking intense. Oh yeah. I bet. I bet you walk away going, "Wait, am I crazy?" I bet not a lot of. People are right when they argue with him. You know? Well, I don't think he's someone that I don't think he lives in a world where he is wrong. Meaning, I don't think he does a lot of things out of the where wrong and like like lands. You know, mm -hmm. like I don't. I mean, you know, like ultimately, it's it's it's, it's, it's kind of like he lives in my tour bus, like in that world, right? Yeah. Like I'm not wrong a lot on that tour bus, mostly because it's my job. Like like. I'm I, I'm not asking people to do crazy fucking shit, but like, I'm I, I that that's I, I'm kind of the boss. Like, without me doing these shows, no one in that tour bus moves forward, right? So then, meaning like that tour bus is my office. Yeah. So it's like you're, I'm not going to be wrong a lot in my own office, right? And so I think, and I think his office is his whole world because his whole world is 
Scientology. Uh, fucking, I don't think he's wrong a lot. Meaning, you know, I don't think you're wrong about him being not wrong a lot. I'm fucking burping up from the bottom of my bowels. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you think Tom Cruise has diarrhea? We should buy a bar. <laughs> we should buy a bar. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know how often Tom Cruise has diarrhea, but I think it's probably not that often. I think he's probably pretty healthy. I'm going to change my lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to quit drinking. How long? I don't know. Whatever. Like, name it. Six months. Oh, let's do shorter, but I mean, obviously. I thought you were going to say a week, but yeah. Okay, three three months. Two, two months. Two, two weeks. Wait a minute. I'm going to do two weeks. I'm going to do, I'm going to reclaim my power. I'm going to do. I'm gonna not. I'm gonna not drink today. You told I, me to name it. Yeah, I know, but I was, you didn't name the ones I liked. This, this is what Tom Cruise does. See, I'm living in my world. My world is my truth, so I can't be wrong in my own truth, right? Right. So, um, I want. I, I kind of want to like. I looked at Danny today. Yeah. And he just didn't look hungover. Like he didn't look sick to his stomach. Yeah. And I was like, God, I wonder what that feels like. And then I was like, I can feel like that. That's what you got from Danny today? Yeah. Hmm. He just looked like he was having a coffee, and I was like, oh, he doesn't, he's not worried about getting a panic attack after the coffee? Like, he just sits there and with a full head of hair and just smiles. Yeah. And then I looked at you, and I was like, you did the same shit I did. How come I'm much, so much worse? But then I realized it's because I drank first thing in the morning yesterday. Oh. And I did not, I did not have any government. I do not remember what we said on that second podcast. I don't remember any of it. I was like, did I was I shitting on Britney Spears? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's look at uh, bars, mug shoddies. Oh man, have you this? Yeah, this is good. Mug shoddies is uh, it's just like variously varying degrees of cute girls that have been arrested in their mug shots, and then it usually has. If they know it, what they were arrested for. A lot of DUIs. A lot of DUIs, but the ones I like Some are shoplifting. Like, the ones I like is like possession of a firearm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like uh, what's interesting, oh. Shoplifting. Shoplifting. She's a child. I mean, but she she should be able to get out of that, right? Don't you just yeah <laughs> offer a favor? She should be able to get rid of that. This one. What's this one? Disorderly intoxication and assault on a police officer. Yeah, she's got that tattoo on her chest. She's got big lips. She's got big lips, and she's got drunk eyes. Right, very there. drunk eyes. Yeah, she's a human. Like she could be watching this, and we're like talking about her. Yeah. What's interesting is there's got to be like they're they're bad girls, right? Yeah. So is there like do you notice one feature? Like I was saying, the nose on if you go to back to the main page, Nadav, their noses like not a lot of button noses, a lot of like sharp noses. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of sharp noses where, like, keep going, keep going. Like, that girl's had plastic surgery. Yeah. Oh, look at the one. Look at the German terrorist. Go stop. They're right there below her, below her. The German terrorist. No, to the left. Doesn't she look like, what was hers? <laughs> Criminal damage of property. Oh, this is a, that that's, an, you know, her boyfriend, I'm sure. There's, there's a lot of, like, taking revenge out. facing of a police memorial. Deface criminal damage of property. Oh, really? Of a police memorial. All right, so maybe she's a activist. Liberal. Yeah. She's a liberal. Like, you can tell she's liberal because of her eyebrows and her stupid fucking turtleneck. Her stupid turtleneck. Yeah. Yeah. Her fucking dumb haircut. Like yeah. she, you can tell. You can tell. Yeah. You can just tell that she or that she's politics are like number one on her list. Yeah, yeah. Because she does not take care of her eyebrows at all. Like they look like two caterpillars. And that's a liberal chick for sure. Yeah, because a hardcore. Right wing chick has great eyebrows. Great eyebrows. <laughs> Let's go find, yeah, uh, find someone in there that committed a hate crime. Let's see their wait, eyebrows. How fucking crazy is this girl in the middle? Uh, up one, up one. You that girl yeah, right that there? That girl comes with an arrest warrant. Yeah, possession of a. I mean, she she, she looks so well. They're cold, cold, soulless, dead eyes. Thousand yard stare. You know what it like, is, though, right? She'll follow you fucking home. Her but. her her boyfriend, they got pulled over, yeah. and her boyfriend's like, "Yo, I got priors. I need you to hold yeah. this." Yeah, yeah. And she was like, "That's what I do." That's yeah. how. By the way, all of these like, I'm praying that my daughter does daughters don't ever end up on mugshot shotties. Oh yeah, 
Because like, th- this girl does not look like she has a good relationship with her dad. Her dad does not look like he's in her life. She, she looks so fucking angry. Keep going. Let's see. She's a FGTR titty, though, for sure. FGTR titty? For girls that ride till death, she's a ride or die, you know? <laughs> she is, man. She's who you want. Like, if you get into a fight, she jumps in. Yeah. God, you got to love that loyalty, right? Yeah. When you sense that loyalty. Ooh. Ooh. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, my God. Right? Dead center. Yeah. Dead center. Who is she? I got a DUI, baby. Yeah, she did. She did. It's interesting. Do, do girls not do their eyebrows evenly anymore? <laughs> like, uh, that one's like, it's, it looks like a hawk taking a turn. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like, you can tell she's entitled. She's got uh, she got her lips done. She's got an entitled look. Yeah, she does. She did get her lips done. Those it's funny. Nice. You, lips when girls get their lips done, it looks great on camera. But in person, you're like, what the fuck? Listen. Well, you can also do too much. She got too much for her. She face. looks like she might have gotten too much. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get fucked up by one of these shoddies. And come to our show and you're like, you remember me? And like, no. She's what? like, possession of a firearm, motherfucker. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Let's see. Uh, Whoa, who's you tell me who you like, Nadav. Um, keep you can keep going scrolling until you find the one. Oh, she looks happy. Yeah, this one looks nice. Possession of marijuana, <laughs> DUI. Yeah, she's cute. She's uh she's adorable. Her I dad mean, forgave her. Yeah, it's like it's it's your first DUI. Let's just not let it happen again, okay? She's gonna drive her three series again next week. When I yeah, she's she's got money. She comes from money. Mm-hmm. I love backstories on these. What, ready? Let's let's build an entire backstory off of what the. Give me someone that has a real fucking conviction, like this fucking. Keep going. Scroll down. Scroll down. Scroll. Yeah, down. I'll tell you right now a couple of things. You see the left right here. Yeah. Her and the one above her. Both yeah. of those two, not their first time getting arrested. Yeah. Go to go to this one. Well, third degree murder. <laughs> what? Yeah. For supplying drugs to a man that overdosed for them, yeah, she's gonna go uh bye bye for a while. She supplied drugs to a man who to overdosed. O- yeah, yeah. Now is that her fault? Mm, I mean, the law. I know it's, it's like a kind of a wonky law. It is kind of wonky. You're like, I'm just fucking selling drugs. I was just partying. Yeah, like I didn't know there was fucking fentanyl in it. I know. Like it's such bullshit. It's kind of crazy. Like they're they're talking about. She just looks. Now, how about the one below her? Is that also a serious crime? Because she has a real look to her. Oh, it's just DUI again. Driving while intoxicated. <laughs> oh, she cried. You can tell. Look at her makeup. Yeah. She cried, tried to get out of it. Yeah. They were like, nah. Nah. Put this, uh, put this, this top on. Let's see. Like, go to, find me one that's got the most likes. Just hover over them. Who's got the most likes? Keep going. Keep going. Scroll down. Oh, that one has a lot. Where? That 8,800. Ooh, that's who's a lot. she? Speeding and reckless driving. Now she's that, fun. She fucking parties. Yeah, she is fun as fucking shit. And it looks like she's had a stroke. Like one of her eyes is a little <laughs> shorter than the smaller than the other. She fucking parties. Melissa, she's a chick. This is a red light. She's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, she's a good time. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck we it. only live once. I'm gonna suck your cock while I'm driving. Yellow. Is her Whoa. Who is her? That's a lot of likes. What did she do? Drug trafficking. Oh, yeah, this is in Mexico. That's why that's why the photographer backed up. He's like, hold on. And oh, narcos God. affiliation in Mexico. There was a slight nip slip on the mugshot that I had to cover on Instagram, uncensored on Twitter, though. Jesus. She worked she worked for the narco traficantes? Yeah. 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 That's man, that is a and by the way, uh, I think we're done talking about her. The good, nice yep. picture. Yep, she's a beautiful. Ooh, look beautiful. at this little party girl to the left, bottom. No, 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 no. Oh, this girl. Yeah, she's she cute. fucking gets down. She's what is cute. she driving while intoxicated? Yeah, impaired. She was doing something else. So she was uh, eating mushrooms. God damn it! I've I've dated chicks like this. I mean, she's cute. She got the nice tattoo on the chest. Good girl. She's like she's like fuck it. She's posing like this is a fucking. Headshot. That's what we need to get our headshots down, our mugshots down. Yeah. So that we're ready when we get the mugshot. I got to do the Pablo Escobar. What's that? His first one. I haven't seen it. Oh, man. It's so great. Pablo, I think I'm going to do the Nick Nolte. His, uh, yeah, you got that down. Uh, 
that one. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, he's posting like, oh, you, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Now, he's not a nice guy. I want to point that out. I found out. Yeah, I don't really? want to glorify it. No, 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 no. I, uh, I talked to some DEA guys. He was a real goofball. And he, he, he <laughs> yeah, he did some he really rascally stuff. But I'm just saying, that's a, it's quite a, for that to be your mugshot where you're like, I mean, he's, he's, that's menacing. Like he's smiling at the police. Like, by the way, this won't be the first time you take a picture of me. Yeah. <laughs> what was, what was the, uh, what would he get arrested for on this one? I'm trying to remember. I know that they had pulled him, like he was driving, but I forget what the, um, what the arrest was? Uh, can you can you find out what uh, what first arrest was for? Um, I'm trying to remember. I don't think it was. If the show was accurate, it was uh, drug related, right? It was because he was uh, traveling across the border. They they just uh, uh, like he paid them off, right? All the cops, and then they just said they they realized how much they were getting shorted, so they were like, "Fuck it, we're gonna arrest you if you're gonna do that to us." If if the show is accurate. Hmm. Well, the true story behind Pablo Escobar's smiling mugshot. Is this it right here? When you look at the story of some of the most well-known criminals, you'll usually stumble upon their mugshots. In that photo, somewhat unusually for a police mugshot, he's smiling, which is true. Okay. Scroll. Escobar is eventually shot and killed, 93. Da -da -da. It's not different. worth noting. We're not sure. We can't know for sure why he's smiling. He never said anything to explain his expression. However... The most popular theory is he was toying with the police because he knew he'd be released. Yeah, that's true. Funnily enough, that's exactly what happened. Before he went on to become one of the biggest, um, in May of 97, Escobar and some of his men were arrested for transporting cocaine. Oh, it is, it is drugs related. Okay. Um, anything underneath it? Uh, apparently, they found 40 pounds of stuff in a spare tire. Uh, he was gaining infamy for his uh, policy of plato plomo which basically means silver or lead either take the bribe or i'll kill you silver or lead yeah yeah plato, what is it plato plomo? plata o plomo plata yeah. o plomo that's what you should call your special yeah it's a good plata one plata o plomo that's a good idea actually this time pablo was able to bribe his arresting officers he was taken in as he sat in jail the case got handed to several different judges but none of them got around to assembling the case meanwhile his arresting officers were mysteriously killed, and his case was dropped with all record of it apparently disappearing. <laughs> he was smiling because he knew he would get out of it. <laughs> okay. What's a, hey, what's, so what are other great Instagram accounts to follow? Like, that's, that mugshot shot is a pretty great one. Yeah. Like, it's fun to kind of scroll through. McDojo Life, that's always a fun what's, one. I, well, there, there's, like, I, I, there's a bunch of ones that, like, uh, House of Highlights. Yeah, uh, like, that's fantastic. There's, yeah. there's, that's a good one. What is? See if there's a thing. Top ten Instagram, uh, the history one. What's McDojo life? You haven't seen that one. Uh -uh. That's the guy that like breaks down all these uh, bullshit martial artists. You know? Oh yeah, like, yeah, People yeah, yeah, like yeah. being like, "I'm gonna hit you with an energy ball," <laughs> like all this shit, and like he just, you know, puts him on blast basically. Uh, yeah, like that. Is that guy a black belt? And in, in fucking eating. Yeah, look at that gut. He's a black belt in fucking burritos. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, it's all these like whack job. Yeah. Who who are ha you know claim to be teaching people martial arts with just bullshit. Um, Hold my beer is a good one. Hold my beer is funny. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Anyway, there's just there's tons of this magic karate chopping. Yeah, um, mugshot shorties. That's a great idea. What's like, a con concept? You know. Yeah. What's a what? What's like one where like I like the idea. See, see if it's like top ten Instagram accounts to follow. Do you know what we were? Can I tell you something that bothered me? And I, I want to thank the people that put us on this list because it's a compliment. But it was it was a weird compliment. It was, oh, fuck, never mind. Doug the Pug, who's that? Humans of New York? No, these are just like, no, those are garbage. Don't even show that list. Yeah. Um, we got put on a list of top celebrity podcasts. We did? Yeah. 
and we're not celebrities. No. Ty- type in uh, Two Bears, One Cave, top celebrity podcasts. It was an article. It was really kind of them to put us on the list, but it's so not how I identify us as... Po- I, I identify us as podcasters. Go to news. Hmm. Oh, I don't want to. I don't. Uh, by the way, I, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't. I uh, don't want. I get out of here. Get out of here. I don't want to see anything about myself in the news. <laughs> that was a bad fucking idea. Let's fucking just start panicking, Bert Kreiser. Yeah. Fucking Jesus. I uh, no, but it was like it was like uh, it was <laughs> it was uh, like um, it was the uh, who are the guys. Will Arnett and and they have one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Jason like, Bateman. Yeah, it's like the the white list Unsmart or something. Smart or smart list. Smart list is was on there. Which I, okay. And, I, and by the way, no shade to anybody, but like I get it. They are celebrities, and then they decided to do a podcast. Right. We've been doing podcasts for fucking nine years. I know we're so much better at it than them. And uh, no, really, Jason Bateman. Jason yeah. Bateman. Everything he does is fucking hilarious. That yeah. stupid fucking commercial where he played like. Nine different people in history. Yeah, every single one of them was funny. He's 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 so fucking good. He's so good. He is so fucking good. I was I was so in love with his sister growing up. Yeah. Oh my god. And he's so good on Ozark, man. He's he's amazing, dude. What the woman he has sex with? The his wife, Kathleen, whatever her name is. Mm -hmm. What I don't know her name is. Uh, she is when when she when she fucks in that. Yeah, Wendy Wendy Bird. Is that her name? Yeah, in the show. Uh, when, in the in the pilot episode, she has sex with someone, mm-hmm. and she does it like a real woman. Like it's so funny. Her what she put into it is what porn stars are missing. Right. Like the way she did it, I was like, that's how women fuck. That's yeah. how women fuck. Not how, uh, suck it, fuck it, uh, like that shit. Yeah. The way she did it, I went. It got it like hit me. I went, wow. That's how. That's how milfs fuck. You like that, huh? Yeah, Laura Linney. Laura Linney. Laura Linney. But it was it was Smartless. It was uh, I think it was like the always something in Philadelphia guys. Yeah. Um, and like it was all celebrities who became who did podcasts. Yeah. And by the way, we weren't we're not as famous as any of these people. No. Let alone. Let alone we've been podcasting for a long time, and we put, and we put, and they probably put more effort into their podcast than we do. Oh fuck them. Yeah. All yeah. those people fucking suck. That's right. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. All right, I got to take a shit. Don't go take a shit. Thanks for watching. I had Thanks to take for a listening. Shit in the middle of the night last night. Yeah. You know how hard it is to go back to bed after you take a shit? Yeah. Did you wake up and I shit? woke up, shat, <laughs> and then got back in bed, and I was like, I think I have to shit again. <laughs> and I got back up and shat, and then oh, got Jesus back in bed, Christ. and I was like, I was like, I'll just sit on my phone until I have to get up. Okay. <laughs> it's a great way to end a podcast. Yeah, that was I great. Love I love you too. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology, dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.